Hi, and welcome to episode 123 of the LDS Study Session with your host, Matthew Roberts. As uh, we have come to another Sabbath day, I've decided uh, that we are going to have a break from the Come Follow Me study, uh, not because we've um, kind of studied everything in this week's individual study, uh, but, but because we've had, obviously, a very big event today. As our bishop pointed out that, you know, this... Uh, broadcast which was watched in our war today is happening across the world obviously not all at the same time due to different time frames but what we just witnessed uh, from our prophet president russell m nelson and the uh, acting president of the quorum of the twelve um president m russell ballard um it was quite a historic event because it was a fifth sunday um at church and this and every single ward or branch or congregation in the world of the church will have watched this this broadcast uh, which you know is quite momentous and it's really important so i thought for this study session we would just have a think about what we've learned uh, just review some of the principles and things that were said um we have already in this um podcast discussed the changes already uh, when i was first made aware of them and and i did a bit of presenting on it as well uh, in a recent meeting um but obviously now it's been it's been forwarded and presented to the whole general membership uh, and so if you are interested in uh, kind of my deep research on, on luke 252 which of course underpins this whole uh, change um to the program uh for general youth in the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints then i do recommend you go back to that episode i'll be honest with you uh, i haven't had a quick look to see what episode number it was um uh, so if you just bear with me a moment i'll find out Gosh, it was episode 54, I've just found out, uh, back on July the 22nd. So actually, I, yeah, I've been aware of this for a couple of months now, but um, this this change uh, across the church has been publicised and presented to the entire membership today. So again, I recommend you listen back to episode 54, uh, if you haven't listened to that already, uh, and then listen to this one as well, because both of them together will give quite a broad uh, overview of the changes to the programme. So let's dive right in. Now, I have to say, these notes that I'm reading from, or I'm looking from, uh, they were not my own. Uh, my wife and my son uh, were, were with me today. Uh, my wife usually uh, teaches in primary uh, in our ward. Uh, she's one of the presidency members there. And so, therefore, it was quite nice to be able to sit with her for during the hour of church today. Uh, and also, our son, who turns eight in August next year, of course, got to uh, sit and engage. And obviously, he... He struggled a little bit partway through, but we gave him a couple of little activities to listen out to the words that were said on the on the programme, and he, he enjoyed himself. And so uh, my wife made the notes um, because she is excellent. She's much better than I am. I didn't actually take any notes, but she was taking notes for her presidency So because uh, the other member of the presidency had to be upstairs um, with running primary whilst uh, a few of the kids from primary were downstairs uh and obviously my my wife my wife as she's got a child who is going into this new program she was invited to to be part of this uh, broadcast so she took some very good notes uh so shout out to her now um straight away president russell m nelson speaks to us invites us to ask the lord about our progress and then in, introduces this scripture luke 252 which again i talked more in depth about in episode 54 54 and how this links so i recommend you go listen to that uh, but he was talking about how personal revelation uh, was key in this process. And it's really fascinating just how, since President Nelson has been ordained and set apart as prophet, seer, revelator of the church, um, you can see right from the start of his call that this has been leading up through the past, uh, well, I mean, has it been a couple of years now that President Nelson has been a prophet? No, no, that can't be right. 
no, it was last year, the start of the year, wasn't it? So let's we'll say around about 18 months. That's right, it was 2018 in January. So um, in that kind of year, and over year and a half, in 20 months or so that he's been called as prophet, there has been a very clear push toward this personal revelation, revelation in the home, because when you think about the changes that have happened since he was called as prophet, you think of, I mean, obviously there was the quorum changes from high priest and elders to just elders, uh, and that was a, a significant change. You know, that seems like a long time ago now, but, you know, it, it was still that fairly recent. Uh, and then, of course, there was the ministering. And I think ministering really was the, the beginning part of this, this move away from restrictive programs and policies and more towards individual personalised ministry as it is so there was that and then of course last conference sorry not last conference the the conference after that in october we then had the come follow me um home centered church supported program of the church uh, which moved the church away from a three hour to a two hour block schedule uh, and of course more focus on gospel study in the home and then of course in april uh, we didn't have any significant changes as such but there was a big message about changing in ourselves, change of heart, about repentance and coming close to the Lord in that sense. And now, of course, we have this change um, in the children and youth uh, programs of the church away from, again, you know, a very a very restrictive list of things that they have to do to more of a personal, personalised revelation um, stint on things. But I guess the thing is, is that in that first April conference in 2018, where ministering and where, um, what was the other change? Oh yeah, the priesthood quorum changes happened. There was a very clear message from the prophet again about personal revelation. And that has really been underpinning his ministry. I do remember he came on his first world tour as prophet of the church uh, to the UK. And we had a special broadcast where we were able to listen to him. Uh, and he shared, and it is actually on my blog, uh, but I think I might um, share those th the things that he said. But he was talking a lot about, again, personal revelation in that message. And that comes right down through to this program now. Allowing children to exercise their own agency and allowing children and youth to lead. I mean, I've, I think that is something that has been a key part of the church for a while. I mean, I know that when I was in youth, I was part of Bishop's Youth Councils and even quorum, presidents, uh, quorum presidency meetings. Uh, we were, you know, we were then given the opportunity outside of the BYC to meet with our bishop and to meet with, meet with the other quorum presidents, just just the quorum presidents and our young men's presidents and identify areas of action that we could take. And I remember those meetings and actually having a quite a significant role of taking minutes every now and then, um, preparing agenda items. And actually, I think back on that and that's led me to this point where I am now. Uh, and that, that was a huge learning opportunity for me. So I think that that is something important. We then moved to um, President Emerson Ballard, the acting president of the Quorum of the Twelves, Twelve. And he stated, of course, that we are starting from January 1st, 2020. And there is also this face-to-face -face broadcast in November by, with uh, Elder Gerrit W. Gong, who will provide more of the detail about this programme, what it will look like. But he then shared the mission of it to strengthen the rising generation's testimonies in Christ. And this is actually something which I picked up from, from President Nelson. He was making the point that we have done things in a certain way in the past, and that has got us to this point. But we now need to change things for the rising generation. We now need to adapt to the world that we have today. Um, you know, I think that having a list of things for the whole church to follow for in a duty to God or a personal progress or a faith in God program is, you know, quite narrow-minded now. You know, 
the world is a very large and wide place and individuals are even wider in, in their unique um, personalities as well. And so to have this a, a prescriptive program where everyone follows the same goals is just not the way forward anymore. And of course, training ourselves to really rely on that personal revelation to receive our goals will help us in the long run as we go into a world today that is moving further and further away uh, from the principles of the gospel. So, Elder Ballard, uh, sorry, President Ballard continues on. A big focus on helping children to feel happy about their goals, using teamwork to achieve it. Um, you know, I, I know, you know, if I was a young men's president right now, I'd be really excited. Uh, the, the point was made by our bishop afterwards that these goals are not tracked, they're not accounted to, to the uh, youth or bishopric, or the youth leadership or bishopric members in the ward. However, if I was a young men's president in, in my ward, then I know that I would want to know my youth's goals so then I can adapt and personalise our programme of activities and service and learning to their goals. Again, not so that I can track and say, well, how are you doing on the goal? That's not my role, but it's providing these opportunities to help them achieve their goal and then they can be accountable to that with the Lord and in consultation with their families, which I think, with duty to God, was always meant to be the case. But of course, because it was so prescriptive, you know, it just... Well, as, as a young men's president, we talked about duty to God all the time. We found activities to those goals and everything like that. But this is now looking at the youth themselves to lead it. Um, we then went through this vision board or this vision chart uh, with the spiritual, the social, physical and uh, intellectual. And I was, I was amazed. I, I did not think that my seven and a half year old, well, he's not even seven and a half, let's be fair, seven seven year old son seven he's seven years and one month um i didn't think that he would be able to really um grasp that understanding of these distinct areas and setting a goal in those areas however as we went through the four <laughs> the very wonderfully instrumental four minute countdown timer uh, during the program um i was impressed obviously my wife and i said to him right so this is spiritual so this so this is things to do with church or things that in terms of us wanting to be like the savior Oh, well, and learn more about him. He came up with a goal, which was brilliant. And then we talked about, oh, well, social, that's a goal about your friends. And he just did one just straight away. And that was, I was amazed by that. And it was a perfectly relatable, it was, it was uh, achievable, and it was rela relevant to what we were talking about. And then we talked about, oh, okay, well, physical, so, you know, what physical things do you want to do? I will share this one because I thought it was quite cute. He said that he wanted to be able to do running. And I was like, okay, great, right down running, fantastic. What about running do you want to do? What 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 thing do you want to try and get to or achieve with running? And he said, I want to run faster. I was like, wow, that's a great goal. Put that down and we'll, we'll think about how we can do that. And then, um, again, intellectual. You know, he had a great goal for that as well. And I was really amazed. And that was a testament testimony to me about just how relevant this is now. My seven-year-old son sat down and thought, you know, with the spirit that was in the session, of some really good goals that we could work with him on, on as a family. And, you know, that was incredible to me. I am aware now, actually, that it is almost 11 and a half minutes I've been speaking. I think I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pause it there and we'll continue our discussion about this this, this momentous historical event uh, that we just took part in uh, in tomorrow's episode as well. Thank you very much for your time. I hope you enjoyed it. And if there's anything from the broadcast which you took on, even if you are not a parent where I'm looking at this from, or perhaps any youth leaders out there or bishopric members would like to share their thoughts. Or even if you're not a 
leader of or that's someone that kind of works with the youth or a parent or anyone even if you aren't even you don't interact with youth or children your thoughts about this program because i think this is actually a wonderful thing which all of us could get involved with and then i'd love to hear your thoughts uh, and share um at Matt S. Roberts 90 on Twitter or email us or email me at lds study session at gmail.com. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.